Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Coach Podcast. I am so excited to be talking with you today. Today's episode is going to be really good. Um, <laughs> I say that with a lot of humility because this this episode is going to kind of go deep into some of my failures and when things have fallen apart for me or for my clients or from people I know and the lessons that you can take from, quote, failure, right, when things fall apart and how they're actually for your benefit, right? And you might've heard that quote before and that things are happening for you. And we're going to talk about that and how they really are because we love celebrating in the entrepreneur world about when things go right. And when we have the sexy success and the big wins and the big months and stuff. But if you've been in this game for a while, you know that things fall apart. You know that things get hard sometimes. And if you haven't experienced that yet, you will, if you stay in the game, right? Like that's part of the deal that we sign up for when we become entrepreneurs is that we sign up for things falling apart sometimes so that they can come back together. And so I kind of wanted to start with my story. Um, many of you might've heard me talk about this before. When I was a new mom, my husband and I moved to Las Vegas. I had just dropped out of my master's program and I was going to school to be a social worker. And so what happened, there was just kind of like a, a culmination of hard things all at once. So I dropped out of my master's program to stay with my baby girl. And I felt really good about that. We moved to Las Vegas so that Wesley could pursue his master's degree. And we moved there without a job. We moved there with a new, a three month old baby. And all of a sudden my student loans became due. Wesley didn't have a job and we had very limited savings. And so we all of a sudden realized we weren't going to make ends meet. And it was a really scary place to be, to look at the numbers that, you know, um, I don't know how much I've talked about this before, but Wesley has type one diabetes. And so we have health expenses. We had this newborn baby. We were both, you know, in school or having student loans. It was just a very interesting time where we had to start getting really creative. And I started researching in an effort to find a solution, you know, um, how are we going to do this? I started researching how stay-at-home moms can make money. And I found a company called VIP Kid. VIP Kid is a platform for people to teach English to children in China. Um, so they speak Chinese and you teach them English just at home on your computer. And it was such an answer to prayers. It was such an opportunity. Um, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I studied psychology in, in college. And so I really wanted to, you know, I was hoping to become a social worker, which is why I started my master's program, but that was not what I wanted to do at that time. And so it really was the perfect solution. I'd wake up early. That was hard, but it was a good solution. So I could still be with my daughter during the day. I didn't have to commute. I didn't have to do anything extra except for teach these 25 minute classes. And it was actually pretty good pay. And so it was an amazing solution, but What's so fascinating is I didn't realize it then, but really all these things were coming into play for me to create an online business. So with VIP Kid, I think I found it on Pinterest, actually. I started finding these other ways to make money online. And then I started finding, you know, just the ads that come when you're looking online. Like I got introduced to life coaching. I started a blog. I started really being open to what if I made money at home? It really challenged my self-concept and what I desired. I actually liked having something outside of motherhood that I could pursue that I enjoyed. 
And so even though everything felt like it was falling apart at the time, I was scared, I was young, I didn't know what to do. (laughs) Um, The solution was really like a bridge into coaching and I started life coaching, I started blogging. And then from life coaching, I started coaching other coaches over the years to come. And I look back on that moment during the time, of course, I was stressed. I didn't like it. I didn't want it. It felt really heavy. But now I can look back with so much gratitude for it because um, just even just a few weeks ago, I was writing down some gratitude work in my journal because I believe in that. I think gratitude is such an amazing way to be inspired to keep doing the work and to have a great perspective on your life. And so I was kind of writing down why I'm grateful for certain things and Um, that time period in my life when I was trying to make ends meet, when I was trying to pay off student loans and debt, I found a solution that led me to coaching and I wouldn't have, and I listed out all my one-on-one clients, all the people in my programs that I've worked with privately that I never would have been able to meet. I never would have been able to serve if I didn't go through that hard period where I, I was struggling to make ends meet for my family. Right. And I think in hindsight, we're going to talk about that. Like in hindsight, my mom used to say hindsight is 2020 because when we look back, we have the perfect vision. We have, we can see things working out perfectly when we look backwards, but when we're in it, in the present moment, when we don't have the perspective, that's when it's hard to feel grateful for it. And so my first insight that I want to share is it really is happening for you, whether you see that now or later. So what I want to challenge you and what the work for all of us is, is to see that it's happening for us in the present moment. And that takes a lot of self-discipline. It takes a lot of practice, I think, because it's not something that is natural to us. When things are hard, we don't say, you know, I'm just so grateful that this is happening, right? But if you can zoom out and slow down and get present, you can see that some, for some reason, maybe I don't know it yet, or maybe I can start to see the evidence coming that this is happening for me. What is this teaching me, right? Because... We have to believe in the big picture or else we will just suffer. And I think that's what, before I had all of all the tools that coaching brings into our life, especially when I was teaching VIP kid, it felt really hard and I couldn't see the big picture. I was just living month to month. Um, and I didn't have the thought work to realize like this is happening for me. So it really felt heavy. But as I found coaching and continued VIP kid, I remember feeling so grateful for it. And I could see that this was an amazing opportunity for me to grow. It got us through. I'm becoming the person that I want to become. All these things that the lessons that came later was because, because of something falling apart, right? So some, some tidbits that go along with it's truly happening for you, whether you see that or not. Sometimes you have to step away. Um, I think taking breaks, I think releasing the need to fix it all the time. That was really hard for me. I always wanted to be fixing something and maybe you're having this happen in your business, right? Like you're always wanting to work on your business, whether in your mind or on your computer, it doesn't really matter. If you're always trying to solve for something, sometimes you miss the perspective that's actually going to create the solution for you, right? And so take breaks. Like I strongly encourage you to Turn your phone off, turn it on airplane mode, go for a walk, go on a vacation if you can. Like do something to get that perspective even when things feel hard, even when things are falling apart, okay? And then the, of course, don't give up. If you stop, that is the failure, right? You have to keep going. If I just stopped in the beginning, I would have created even an even bigger problem. I also would have never created the business of my dreams, right? If I had stopped. So whatever you're going through, whatever you've gone through, you can see that if you stopped there, It would have been an end, but if you keep going, it becomes a beautiful way of progression, of growth, 
of insight and perspective that will lead to a higher level of you and your next version of you in business, whatever it is, it's leading you somewhere and you can trust that. Okay. So that's my first insight. It's truly happening for you. Number two, your mess becomes your message. And that's like a cliche, right? But I really believe it. Um, and I'm going to share another story. So I had, okay, I don't remember when this happened, but I had launched something. I think I launched a group that I only had one person join. And that felt really heavy to me as a newer entrepreneur. And I really felt like it was a failure. I was pretty hard on myself. And this happens, right? Especially as we're getting progress, we're getting some experience, we're trying things that we've never done before. So I got one person signing up and I felt like such a failure. And I remember making that mean that I wasn't cut out for this. And, you know, my brain being dramatic and stuff. And maybe you can relate. And it felt like things were falling apart in my business, right? And then like a month later, my client was going through the same thing and I gave her such powerful coaching from mastery, not because of, you know, I'm, I'm brilliant or anything because I had been through something hard and I did the work to learn the lesson. My mess became, became my message and I was able to lead her through her launch and she was more successful than I was in my launch because I had that perspective. And so What's so powerful is the things that we go through isn't just for us, it's for who we serve and who we influence, you know? And once you've shown up for the lesson, you can teach from that place of mastery and service to your audience and your clients and the people that follow you or who are just a part of your life. You can serve them in a deeper way because you've shown up for the lesson, you've shown up for the work. And so I just want to offer, you know, when things are falling apart, when things feel hard, If you have that perspective, if you take the time to slow down, you can ask yourself really powerful questions like, what's the lesson here? What do I want to teach from this? What am I learning and integrating for myself first and then for my clients? And I really think of this term that I I shared a while ago. It's called embodied content. It's like this idea that when you've gone through something and now you're sharing from a place of of mastery, you've embodied it. Your content becomes so much more powerful for the people who read it. And I think that that's really what I love about the coaching industry is it's, we get to teach from mastery, not just from theory. So that's my insight. Number two is your mess becomes your message. You're teaching from mastery, not theory. And it, I just think it's a beautiful way to share and to contribute from your struggle and triumph to help other people alleviate their struggle or quicken the, the time it takes for them to move through it. Number three is to allow emotions. And this is a hard one. It's easier to talk about than actually do, right? When you're feeling crappy, you don't really want to sit in it. But I want to share a few points. One is that emotions create memory, right? We remember things that were highly emotional. And so we don't want to skip that part. I think we do ourselves a disservice if we skip the emotional ride because we're not anchoring in all the lessons, all the little things that are going to create the mastery for us. So I really want to challenge you the next time that you feel like things are falling apart, sit in whatever emotion is coming up, get support in that way, create a lot of space for you to just feel whatever comes up because what's happening is there's a lesson. There's an opportunity for growth there. There's an opportunity to increase your compassion or you're learning something that will lead to your ultimate triumph over more struggles in the future. It's also setting up to be an amazing teacher, an amazing coach, but you have to show up for the lesson, right? 
something that I have often said is if you don't show up for the lesson, the lesson will keep showing up for you. And one of the ways that you can show up for the lesson is to show up for the emotion. You can repeat that, go back and listen to that because it's really powerful when you really get it. Like we want to skip the parts that are the parts (laughs) that will lead us to our ultimate victory, that will ultimately allow us to become the entrepreneur that we want to become. And so we don't want to skip that part, even though it's uncomfortable and give yourself a lot of space just to feel, to cry, to feel stressed, write about it, get coaching on it, um, process it, sit with it because there's so much goodness inside for you. Um, I think there's a lot of people who avoid pain, but pain is an amazing teacher if we don't try to resist it. Right. And I'm not talking about like unnecessary pain. I'm talking about pain from feeling stressed or when things go wrong or when you see what you've done as a failure, just sitting in, in that in the lesson. Like when I talked about VIP kid, I let myself feel stressed because it actually kickstarted my creativity. It kickstarted my Like um, Brendan Burchard says, high performers raise their necessity for success. And I really felt that happen because I let myself feel the emotions. I felt that strong desire to create success and I made things happen that I had never made happen before. So emotions can create a lot of personal power. Um, Suppressing them doesn't really help, right? And I just want to offer that this is the way we anchor in the lesson, right? Like I, I think I said that before, but I really want to reiterate that. This is how you anchor in the lesson that's going to allow you to move into your next level. Things falling apart, I'm going to share a quote from J.K. Rowling at the end, but things falling apart are for our good, but when we skip the emotions, we skip the lesson. So allow them, process them, Not don't stay there, don't let them consume you, but process them, feel them through. Um, the, the last thing I want to share is this quote from J.K. Rowling that I just hinted at, and I'm, I'm just sharing the the last piece of the quote, and it says, rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. And if you don't know, I'm sure you do, but JK Rowling wrote the Harry Potter series. And I just love this quote because she really consolidated everything that I'm sharing here, right? She rebuilt her life on something that a lot of people, rock bottom is a place no one wants to go. But if you look at it as the solid foundation that you can build the rest of your life, We can apply that to every piece of your business, right? Every failed, quote, failed launch, every no on a consult, every embarrassing moment on social media, whatever you're defining as a low point or things falling apart in your business can be this opportunity for you. It is an opportunity for you to come back stronger, to refine yourself. Um, The the insight that I want to share from from myself is that all great people all great entrepreneurs, all great thought leaders that we love to follow use their hardship and trials as a purification process. And we don't want that, right? We don't want the hardship. We don't want the trials, but they use it as a way to refine themselves. They use it as a way to grow as a person, as a leader, as a thought leader, as a CEO of a company or whatever, you know, whatever their role is, they really use the hardships to refine themselves, to be purified. And I think if we look at it that way, we, it's not, it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's not like we welcome them. It's just that we accept them. We embrace them. We use them instead of resisting them. And I think that that really separates out powerful entrepreneurs from failing, struggling entrepreneurs is that the powerful entrepreneurs use hardships, use things falling apart as a catalyst for their own growth, as an opportunity to rise. 
as a way to become the person they're meant to become, not as an excuse to stop, not as a pity party opportunity. Right. And I, we've all been there. I'm not saying, I'm not sharing this from judgment because I've thrown pity parties before. I felt like I had to quit, but I didn't. And I got to the point, you know, cause I'm still here sharing this podcast with you, right? Like I'm still here and I've started to really see that failure is the path to success. And I know that that's a cliche. And I know a lot of people say that I'm hoping that this will give you more insight into your own personal life. Like whatever you're going through, truly zooming out and witnessing the expansion and the growth that's available to you through it. And on the other side, you are being purified. You are being called higher And when you're on an upward path, it's hard, right? Like you're going to go through things that don't make sense, that feel like things are falling apart, that feel like things aren't working. You're going to launch something and get no one. You're going to share something vulnerable and get crickets. Like those things happen. But on the path that you are on, the choice, like another important thing is like when you say you're an entrepreneur, you chose this, right? No one forced you to be an entrepreneur. Um, we can really take our personal power back and commit to the process and embrace the struggle. Brendan, another quote from Brendan Burchard, I, I really love him as one of my mentors, is to honor the struggle. I think that there's a lot of compassion for ourselves that can be available when we honor it. I also think we can show up for the lessons like we talked about. Um, and so I'm just going to repeat the four things that I that I had prepared for you, the four insights from when things fall apart. Number one, it really is happening for you and and it's hard to see it in the moment. So get perspective. Try to zoom out if you can. Think with a big picture. Don't give up. Number two, your mess becomes your message. How can you show up for the lesson and then teach it? How can you almost look at it as like a giant experiment? Like, okay, I'm going through this hard thing. How am I going to handle this? How am I going to conquer this? How am I going to find a solution and then teach it to my clients? It gives it more meaning, right? Number three, allow the emotions. We don't need to resist them. Show up for them, process them, get help if you need to. If you're new to processing emotions, I highly recommend studying them and learning about how to process emotions. It's life-changing work and it'll allow you to remember what you're learning and anchor in the growth that's available to you during something hard. Number four, (laughs) it's a purification process when things fall apart, right? All the great people go through hardship and trials. If you read any biography or autobiography, like that's what makes life interesting, right? Like they went through something hard and they overcame it. And then they became the person that we all read about and celebrate. The same is available for you. What if this very thing, this hardship, this trial, this unexpected event is the very thing that's purifying you into the person that you are wanting to become with all the results that you're working for, right? So we wouldn't want to skip this part. We'd want to show up for it powerfully and learn from it. And like I shared with the JK Rowling quote, like, what if this is the foundation of your next level of success? You wouldn't wish it away. You would embrace it. You would, okay, what is this teaching me? I'm here. I'm ready. Teach me. Right. And that takes a lot of, I think, personal power. I think it takes a lot of open-mindedness. I think it takes a lot of self-discipline to see problems like that, but there's so much goodness in store if you do. I know that for you. I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with my clients. Like the things that used to feel so hard are the very things that shape me into the woman that I've become and the entrepreneur that I am today and the business that I have. Like that's available for you too. And I'm not done, right? I know there's more hardships ahead of me because I've chosen entrepreneurship and like we choose that on purpose. And I hope that you choose it on purpose too. The next time 
things fall apart or if they're falling apart now, choose to show up for the lesson and the growth on purpose and you will become a very powerful entrepreneur over time. Um, That is my wish for you. Thank you for showing up for this podcast episode and I will see you next week. Hey, I hope you loved today's episode. If you're ready to grow your coaching business with high level, higher ticket clients, I'd love to invite you to join my business program, ProCoach. It's my lifetime membership program to help you craft, market, and sell your coaching packages to aligned, high-level clients. Find out more at itsambersmith.com forward slash program. I'll talk to you soon.